Fashion etiquette, rules on how to dress for success. Etiquette in any form is always rooted in respect. Be it in public, at the workplace, or at a friend's party, we use dress codes as a physical indication of respect to the people. But what if the people don't show respect back? Should we give them a fashion citation? Here to help us with the truth, etiquette expert, Zane Carson Caruth. Hey, Zane. Love that name. How are you? I'm good. You know, when I was first reading about you, I remember that I actually got kicked out of an etiquette course when I was a kid. I, what? What did you do? I, I used a fork to sling spaghetti across my friend for saying something foolish. And you had to have been little. I mean, that wasn't in high school or anything. No, no, I was in elementary school. Um, but I mean, you just fun. Yeah. <laughs> but now that I have you here, I feel like I can complete my course. And this well, is like. You know, and the teacher, that would have been a prime opportunity to explain to the kids why this isn't appropriate, why we don't want to do this. Yeah, she could have made a whole lesson out of that and a good one. She could have, but I think that day she used me as her lesson. Oh. <laughs> yep. I learned it the hard way. Is there, do you ever have a time and a place where you can defend yourself? Maybe not throw spaghetti across the classroom, but in your own way. Oh, I'm not sure about that. I, I, okay, so if you do something that's improper, according to the etiquette rules, is there anything you could do that would warrant you could defend yourself? Yeah. I don't, other than I didn't know you were looking. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I didn't. I didn't think you'd see me do that. <laughs> I don't really know. That's a good one. Oh, I didn't know anyone was looking. Sorry. Yeah, I got pulled over by a cop one time. And I said, oh, I didn't know y'all saw me. So, you know, you can always use that. That's a good one. Have you ever had a time where, you know, someone says something and you said nothing because you didn't want to start a scene? You go, I'm going to go home, take a shower, cool off. But then in the shower, you think of all of these comebacks that you could have said. And you go, oh, because it's replaying over and over in your head. Yes. Like I had this one lady, a friend of my husband's. She wanted to know my age. She, that to me, that's rude. You don't ask people their you age, don't. their weight, how much money they have in the bank. She would not let up. She hounded me. And mm. I just wish I'd have kept my mouth shut. Or, but, but I didn't, I told her, you know, to this day, I don't, I don't like being around her because you can't trust her not to, you know, just hound you to death when she wants to know something. Because I told her, no, ask me how much I weigh. Ask me how much money I have in the bank. Don't ask me my age. She would not drop it. Hmm. And I told her. Because I, a line just doesn't come easily for me. And well, it shouldn't come easy for anybody. But. And, you know, some, some people, they think that, so say you're around this girl again. They, wanna, they say, oh, I don't want to be around this person because I don't want to be fake. But sometimes you have to be around that person in certain social settings. So what's the difference to you in being cordial versus being fake? Oh, cordial versus being fake. Well, fake is just saying stuff that's not true. Bragging about things that didn't happen that you want to happen. Cordial is you just smile. You you give, you know, one or two sentence answers and you just find someone else to talk to. Mm. 
I think, um, yeah, sometimes at work, maybe you don't get along with colleagues or you don't get along with acquaintances, but you have to see them. And then when you tell people you're close with that, you know, I don't really like this person, and then they see you going and talking to them, they might think, is, is this person a chatty Cathy? Are they lying? Well, I would hope that people would understand, you know, there's certain protocols, especially in an office. I mean, you can't just shun people you don't like. You, you have to, you know, have cordial conversation with them. Oh, yes. We all have to take that adult step. Do you have, yes. do you have that, do you have a business etiquette rule that you kind of live by? Yes, yeah, you, you just have to be cordial to people that you don't like. Mm -hmm. And I'm dreading that because there's this lady at the rodeo that just really did something that made me so angry. And I'm going to have to see her again. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm just going to pretend like none of that happened. And woof. But see, some people, they feel like then it starts to build up. And if that person even says something small, like, pass me the fork instead of, can you pass me the fork? Then it's like, but they didn't say, can you? But if <laughs> they didn't say, please, they didn't say, you. please, you know, you start to kind of have resentment because you don't let it out. You know, I'm from up north. I'm from D.C. And so if someone says something that bothers us, oh, we will tell you. We'll tell you in the moment and that's moving to the south really? yeah it's it's so common if someone bothers you or they say something rude you just tell them to their face but now i'm i'm living in the south and i've learned the hard way that my where, where are you now we are in savannah georgia oh yeah you're in the south girl yeah and <laughs> i have learned the hard way that my directness is so not appreciated <laughs> And that, and that I am, I've kind of picked up some of the Southern culture, as, as you put it. Yeah, now my husband is so good about that. He is so reserved. He can, someone could just gut punch him and he has enough reserve that he won't say anything. Now, I, you know, mm. I, I, sometimes I just react. It just comes out. But um, yeah, yeah. In the South, they're more like my husband. <laughs> And it's it's hard because to me, you know, you grew up and if someone says something rude to you or disrespect you like your age, it's it's normal to to kind of stand your ground and and tell people, no, that's you don't say that. Um, and if you don't, it's kind of seen as almost a weakness. Yes. Yes. And like I said, that's one thing I really regret that I that I did tell. I wish I would have stood my ground because then I probably would not have bad feelings towards her now if I would have stood my ground and just not told her. But actually now, I think it was kind of a strength that you were able to keep your composure and keep your cool during these hard times. I remember I told one friend that I had gotten Botox recently. I had tried it. And she was like, ew, why would you even get Botox that's so plastic and fake? And I said, you know what? Not all of us can pull off wrinkles like you. So they, and she, when I tell you she did not like that comment, that was not very southerly or very ladylike of me. I think that me. is brilliant. But, but <laughs> that, did you take two steps back after you said that? Um, I didn't, I did not, but she kind, I don't think, we kind of have that banter 
where sometimes she says these snarky unjust and unwarranted suggestions and I kind of have to you know push her back a little bit but but yeah I have a friend that does a left-handed compliments like she doesn't like sometimes when I get my eyelashes done they're too much Mm. sometimes they're perfect but she'll always say oh yeah those look so much better those lashes look so much better it's like really (laughs) just just say you like them that's it just give a compliment no no no, bless her heart she just can't do it I want to switch gears for a second because we do love fashion do okay. you have a fashion rule that you live by? Well, probably the main one is you just need to tailor your outfit for the event. I mean, you might, I mean, ripped jeans and a tank top might look killer on you, but you're not going to wear that, no. you know, to a book reading or to someone's wedding shower. Certainly wouldn't wear it to a wedding. You just, and I am a big blazer person. Even at mm. work, if I would take off my blazer, if I would have to get up and go to someone else's office, I'd always put my blazer back on. But I'm just very formal in that way. But yes, you you just have to, um, I think, well, it just, it, it compartmentalizes people. And if you, I know you go to a lot of balls and a lot of events where those places usually have dress codes. Everybody knows about it beforehand. But if you're ever in a situation where you have to go somewhere and you don't know the dress code, in your opinion, is it better to be overdressed or underdressed? See, that, the thing with that is easy enough. You just wear a little black dress, throw a, you know, a sweater around your shoulder, or and if you, it's, you don't want to wear it, or pearls. It's I think probably a little better to be overdressed. Really. I always said it's better to be underdressed because if you're overdressed, you look like you're trying, which which in my opinion is like my fashion law that I never want to look like I'm trying. Well, now, would you think like, okay, okay, now, of course, at a barbecue, you would know you're not going to be that, that you don't want to go overdressed to that. No. But if you're going to some sort of social function, uh, I think... Well, I guess it just depends. depends. So I want to play a fun game of excuse me or excused. So, okay. okay. Asking a friend for a discount where they work. Is that excused or is that excuse me? That's like, yeah, don't do that. That's excuse me. Yeah. This one I said it depends. If the if your friend owns the business, excuse me, that's very rude. And then I think if a friend is just say working at like a coffee shop or something, I think they might even just offer it to you. You don't even need to ask. If they offer, yeah, I just think it's wrong to put someone in a position like especially with their job. Yeah, that one I agree with you. It can be a tricky thing. Okay, tipping even if the service is bad. Yes, you still got to tip 20%. Oof. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> handing out handing out your business card while someone else is also networking with that important person. So, well, it, well, not at the same time in the same conversation, but maybe at the same event. Yeah. Ooh, but you think 
So I think this one is kind of like a competitive thing. You know, sometimes if you're at a job fair and they give you a short amount of time, so they say you and this other person, it's you're naturally, I think, going to compete with them. But you still think no. Well, now, if you're at a job fair, that's something totally different. But okay. They expect you to give business cards then. But if you're just at a, let's just say you're at a seminar and you're talking to the speaker and you think, okay, this would be a good connect for me or him uh, or for a lot of people. Yeah, I think you should give them your business card, but just not not when you're standing right next to your friend who just gave them one. Oof. Okay. What do you, what do you think about that? Um, I don't know. I think I'm a little bit more, I think that's the northern side of me. The the it, It's more like, you know, we're both competing for this, so you shouldn't take in take it too personally. Well, I'm sure and I'm sure that's that's appropriate too. No, Recording in progress. It's actually oh, here we go. I always forget this thing. It's okay. The audio the sound is still there. Uh, no, but I think you're right. It's not a it really isn't an appropriate thing. Um wearing matching outfits with your spouse. Oh, I love to do that, but Brady won't do it. It's just silly. <laughs> Okay, and then last one, wearing knockoffs. Knockoff brands. I don't see anything wrong with that. Okay. okay. I mean, I mean, unless you get a, you sew a fake label onto something, that's one thing, but um, well, what would you consider, you know, like buying one of those purses on the street in New York? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure a lot of people do, but I mean, I don't, it doesn't, I don't think there's anything wrong with it personally, but you know, you, you, you do what you need to do in life to, to keep it going. Okay. And yeah. so, and are, do you kind of stay away from trends or are there some that you secretly pick up? If it's, uh, I, I kind of adhere to the Jackie Kennedy philosophy. She always said, you want to be a little different. If everybody wears their cuffs down, I wear mine up. Just something little and subtle. So no, I usually don't, won't jump on a bandwagon. Although I did end up highlighting my hair and, you know, things like that. But uh, as far as fashion, you know, when people wear those gaucho pants, remember how popular oh, that was? Oh, that was so embarrassing. I know. Now, when I was like in grade school, we wore culottes. That was different. They fit differently, but uh, yeah. No, I, I, I loved gaucho pants, sadly. And I look back and I go, oh my goodness, bless my what soul. What Yeah. <laughs> Today, I notice a lot of the fashion is um, more risque. Um, yes. Yeah, you can, you can wear more risque things. that Normally, you would just wear in the house privately, but you can wear them out public you well in skin tight clothes yes and even pregnancy clothes maternity clothes now are skin tight oh like that we did a we did a whole segment just on pregnancy and pregnancy fashion now you can show the stomach now if if you want i mean they they were bathing suits and posted oh yeah oh yeah i mean i I was my husband never even saw me in, in in my pregnancy Glory <laughs> with my stomach. 
back in your day, what was considered risque? What was a risque outfit? Well, anything that was low cut. Okay. Anything that was low cut. And and then, you know, then that became real, real popular when the Miracle Bra came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, then everybody had something to show off. <laughs> <laughs> they did not discriminate then. Can, no, can, no. can you still wear risque outfits and have proper etiquette? Or do you think people will judge? You know, there's, a, there's an age cutoff. And, okay, like, you can, yes, you can still wear little short skirts and things that are form-fitting, but only at a certain, at some point in your life, that's got to stop. You have to mm. just stop that. What about crop tops? <laughs> You're not going to believe this. Oh, my gosh. Years ago, <gasps> I worked at the House of Representatives in, in Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. I, when I think back how I dress, it's a wonder they did not kick me out. I had this pair of bell-bottom, hip-hugger bell-bottoms, and a crop top on at work. What? And I looked good, too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think if you can wear a crop top, just if you can wear it. But now if someone's going to go, oh, my gosh, does she not have a mirror? Uh, Oof. Okay, so that that one's a half-half. But work is never the place. You know, I wasn't living at home. I was a young adult living on my own. I just couldn't. I didn't have enough sense to get out of the rain when it came to fashion back then. I and I, I am very surprised that they let you keep that because even today the workplace culture, as far as what you can wear, has pretty much stayed the same. They, they would they would literally get upset. I wore a dress. I called it my bumblebee dress. Mm-hmm. They thought it was too short. They sent me home to change my dress, but I hear I was bearing my midriff and. Nobody said a word. Uh, maybe the HR lady just never saw me that day. I don't know. Maybe you got lucky. Maybe I got lucky. I still can't believe I did that. So you have a book out, which is not related to anything we covered. But if you are enjoying this conversation, you should definitely go check out her book. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, I have a trademark series about the tooth fairy. Uh, I'm working on my fifth book in the series, and it's just... Different adventures of how the tooth fairy tradition started. Because my whole thing is we've got to bring innocence back into children's lives. It has just been it's, it's missing very, for too long. It's very heavy. Yeah. I think they're growing up yeah, too fast. That's the right word. Yes. We have to wrap this short, unfortunately. But how can the listener support you? Well, I have my website, worldsfirsttoothfairy.com. All my books are listed there. And then I'm working on a personal website that has not gone live yet. But, uh, you know, our, uh, Instagram, it's at Z Carruth. I post a lot of stuff on Instagram. And then at World's First Tooth Fairy is her Instagram, Lilla Bella. Zane Carson Carruth, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. That's what's out. That's what's in. See you next week on next week's trend. Follow me at Take It Off Show and I'll see you next Tuesday at 5 p.m.